Just now we're going to have our Bible reading. It's from Matthew chapter 2. Holly Gilpin is going to come and read this for us. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people, Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they had saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. Having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. Folks, I want to talk just for a few moments. This won't be very long, but I want to talk about some stuff just to help us uh, again to remember what this Christmas season is all about, what it is that we're celebrating. It struck me, um, throughout December, people are doing a lot of Christmas shopping, buying presents, wrapping them for certain people. Um, it, it struck me that you can tell a lot about a person from the presents that they get. What I mean by that is, if you went into somebody's house and went under their Christmas tree and started opening the presents, even if you didn't know who lived in that house, the presents themselves would be a bit of a clue. Give you an idea of what kind of people live in that house. So, boys and girls, I need your help. We're going to be Christmas present detectives. I was nearly going to say, let's imagine that we've broken into a house, but I don't want you to imagine that. I just want you to imagine that you've seen some presents under a tree. No breaking in, no, no nothing. Just some presents. We've found somebody's presents, and we want to try and guess what kind of a person this is. So we're going to do that. First of all, I'm going to show you some PowerPoint slides of some presents. So let's pop up the first present. Okay. I don't want you to say that this person's clearly very foolish. Um, does anybody know what that is, by the way? For, first of all, somebody get us started, Alfie. That is a Man United shirt, absolutely right. So we're, we're not going to sit on these 
things for too long, just hold that thought. These presents are all for a particular person. So the first present that we've opened for this particular person is a Manchester United shirt. Let's move on, see what this person's next present is. Can anybody, well, it's pretty obvious, isn't it? Somebody want to shout it out? Does it look like a boy bike or a girl bike? A boy bike. Okay, we think it's a boy bike. So a Man United shirt and a, and a nice bike. And the third present... Okay, somebody's shouted it out. Um, usual protocols about hands up and so on go out the window uh, at Christmas time. That is not any Nerf gun. That is a Nerf N-Strike Elite Strong Arm Blaster. <laughs> for anyone who wants to know. Boys and girls, let's, let's, I said we were going to be Christmas present detectives. Does anybody want to have a first guess at what kind of a person you think might get those three presents? So think, is it a boy or a girl? Think how old they might be. Um, I know the answer because I googled and these presents came up when I searched for a particular... I'm going to try over here first. Is it a boy or a girl? A boy? And how old do you think the boy might be? Seven. Do you know, I'm not even going to ask for another answer. Do you know why? Because it's almost exactly right. This, these three presents are what you should buy for a nine-year-old boy. Give her a round of applause. That was brilliant. This service had been going very well until I nearly stepped on Tom. Um, boys and girls, that was quite easy to do, wasn't it? When you see the presents, it's not hard to work out who they're for because you can tell a lot about a person from the presents they get. I've got three presents beautifully wrapped up here. Um, I probably need three volunteers to come and open them for me. Yeah, that was a quick hand over there. Yeah, come on ahead. Um, yes. Yeah, come on ahead. And Josh, I think your hand's been up a few times. Come on ahead. Oh dear, it's ended up being three boys. We've had two girls doing other things in the service. Is that all right with everyone? <laughs> Reading, praying, yeah? Okay, we saw that. Right, first present. George, do you want to open the first one for me? So remember, we're opening these presents, we want to see what's in them, and then we want to try and guess who they're for, what kind of a person. Quite a small present. The grown-ups in the congregation know that sometimes small presents are actually best. It's not always big presents that are best. Parents always worry at this point because we get to see present wrapping protocols from the family uh, played out in front of everyone. So, um, oh, what have you got there, George? Chocolate coins. Chocolate coins. Do you want to give one to each of the fellas? Because that's the only present I can give them out of what I'm given today. Give, give the fellas one each. Brilliant. And take one yourself there. Brilliant. <laughs> and you can take one for your sister. Did you hear that, folks? Can I take one for my sister? Isn't that brilliant? So they're gold coins. These are here not to signify chocolate, but to signify gold. And I didn't have any spare gold knocking around. So the first thing, the first present we have spotted is 
some gold. I'm not going to ask you anything about that because what we did the last time is we looked at all the presents and then we tried to guess. So, so this person, whoever they are, got some gold for Christmas. That's, that's pretty good. Gives you some idea of what kind of a person it is. Do you want to try that one for me? Open that up and see what's inside. It's not, not a typical kid present, but we'll see if we can work it out. I don't worry about tearing the paper. It's quite, quite strong paper, isn't it? Is it? It's actually not very terrible. Let me help with that. There we go. Yeah, it's well wrapped. It is well wrapped. Thank you for saying so. Um, I appreciate that. What have we got? Now, you have no idea what that is. Can anybody guess? Have a smell of it and see if that helps. Does it smell? I'm going to guess you fellas don't use this kind of stuff very much. Did it smell nice? Yeah? Yeah? Well, I'll tell you, tell you what that is. These are incense sticks. And sometimes people burn these to create a nice smell. There's something else I should tell you about incense sticks. Sometimes people use them in, when they're worshipping, when they're worshipping God. There's a, a photograph to show you. Have a look at that photograph. There's a priest and he's burning some incense to create a nice smell when people worship. So the first two presents, there was some gold, there was some incense. What have we got here? Josh, do you want to open that one for me? It's not quite so hard to get into. I'll, I'll hold underneath it in case we drop it. Wow. So what is that? That is, well, if I said it was myrrh, would you play along with me? Yeah? Okay, thank you. So we have a bottle of myrrh here and a, a photograph of some myrrh up on the screen. So the presents that we've had here today are gold, incense, and myrrh. Does anybody know anything about myrrh? Hardly anything. I had to look it up on the internet because I didn't really know much about it. So myrrh, again, is a nice-smelling kind of a spice, and people sometimes used it if somebody died to put on the body. There's a thing you do when a body dies called embalming, and you put some spice on. So this person, it's kind of a weird Christmas present, isn't it? Some myrrh, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Do you guys want to take a seat, and we'll give you a round of applause for coming up to help? Boys and girls, we have just opened three presents gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And actually, once I say it like that, it's all very obvious, isn't it? Who got those presents? Does anybody ever hear of somebody who got those three presents? Yes? Jesus got those three presents. He got them for his not birthday. Okay? Whenever the wise men came to visit him, they brought him those presents. But they were very carefully chosen presents because each of them tells us something about Jesus. Gold, what do you think? Let's, let's be present detectives. What do you think the gold means? If somebody brings you gold for a present, what does that say about who you are, probably? Anybody want to have a go? I don't get a whole lot of gold in my life. Let's put it that way. 
Anybody want to say what the gold might mean if somebody gives you gold? Yeah, fellas? Yeah? Gold for a king? Wow. I was going to start by saying you only get gold as a present if you're very wealthy or have very wealthy friends. But actually, in the old days, probably the only people who really ever had any gold around them were kings. So the first present, the gold, tells us something about Jesus. He's a king. No, he's a baby lying in a manger, but, but he, we're being asked to think that he's maybe a king. The second present, the incense. Do you remember what we said about incense? What do you think the incense tells us about Jesus? Somebody want to have a go at that? Don't see too many hands. It is dark. There's, yep, down, down here, yeah. Yeah. Jesus, I, I looked into this a wee bit. That's a brilliant answer. Jesus was worshiping God. I think, I think the incense tells us two things about Jesus. He, he's like a priest. He helps us worship God. But even more than that, he is God. So, He's a king, and he's God. And then the third, the third of these gifts Jesus got, the myrrh. Does anybody remember what I said about the myrrh? What do you think it might tell us about Jesus, about his future, about something that was going to happen to him later in his life? Yes, George, do you want to have a go? It represents the future and the, the truth that Jesus dies. Boys and girls, a whole lot of the story of Jesus is right here in those presents he got. He's the king, God, God's chosen king. He's the one who helps us to worship God and to come to God because he, he really is God's son. And he'll do all of that by dying for us. Those presents have quite a quite a serious sort of message but it's a really really beautiful message because Jesus came and all these things are true for him it means we can know that no matter what's wrong with the world and what's wrong with our lives Jesus has come to make it right and to bring us to God it's just brilliant news let me pray for a moment as we come towards the end of our service let's pray
Folks, I just want to say a few words of thanks before we come to a closing carol. Uh, I want to thank all those who took part in our service today, our readers and prayers, our musicians. Weren't they great? Our, our youth and children's group band. Uh, to Gareth, Louise, and Kira, and others who have worked with our young musicians, thank you so much. Uh, to the grown-up choir, uh, name starting to stick, thank you for coming back uh, this evening, guys, to help us with this service. And, and also to the guys at the back who have helped us with the technology. Thank you to all. Uh, I want to thank, too, in anticipation, the folks who have put on a, a wee supper for us. As I say, please do stay if you possibly can. We'd love it. Uh, we, we plan to hang around here for a while and just catch up with each other. Please don't leave unless you absolutely must. We're going to finish our service with, a, a, I suppose I could call it a carol, uh, but it's a, a very modern twist on a carol, and it's a, a real joy to sing. The boys and girls know it and love it in this church, but the grown-ups enjoy singing it too. So we're going to sing a song called It's Christmas. Uh, let's stand together and sing this last carol.
I just stole a wee look at my watch um, as I was preparing this service. Uh, I was getting a bit of feedback from previous years. People were saying, Christoph, don't let it be too long. Uh, sometimes they've run on a bit. And I said, well, I hope we can do it in about 50 minutes. Um, and we started at about two minutes past four. So I think we're landing quite well. Folks, please stay with us for a cup of tea just now, if you possibly can. Please come back and join with us on Christmas morning, 10.30. We'll just have a, a lovely time to celebrate Jesus' birth on that day together. In the meantime, go with our blessing. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you this Christmas season. Amen.